Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hi, I'm Michael Doherty. I'm the movies editor of the RTE Guide. I've always been interested in movies. So when I was at school, I wrote for the school magazine. I took a page and said, I want to be the film critic for the school magazine. When I went to college, I set up a magazine so I could be the film guy on the college magazine. If I was doing it now and I was, if I was young, I'd have my own blog. I love movies, I'm passionate about movies. It's my job, but it's also my hobby. That's the key. The daily job in a, in a normal pre-pandemic scenario is you'd go and see a movie in the mornings. I would be before, maybe a few weeks before the movie comes out, before the public get to see it. So you'd be on a cinema, maybe 10, 10.30 in the morning, with maybe, it could be just be with five people, five other critics. Or if you were doing an interview, a special interview, a one-to-one -one interview with the director or the actor, you might go earlier and it would just be you. So you'd be sitting in the cinema. I've often done that, just sat in the cinema on my own, watching a movie. That's what I do three or four times a week. And then when I have interviews, then I travel to wherever they are. Sometimes we do an interview over the phone. But for the most part, it's nice to be there to see, to see them face to face. Also, we might get calls to say there's a movie being shot on location and they'd invite you to be on the set. So you'd spend a day on the set and watch it being filmed so that when, you, when the movie comes out, maybe a year later, you can talk to the filmmakers and it's, you have an extra edge because you can remember being there on the day. Rolling sound, quiet. I shy away from the sort of film critic because it sounds almost like a negative thing. I mean, I, I appreciate movies and that's why it's important if I'm writing about them. I would have a certain knowledge because not only do I watch movies, but I have a library of movie books. If I had been on the set of a movie a year previously, then I've interviewed the director and the writer and the actor. Then when it comes to me seeing the movie, that gives me sort of an edge over what, what normal film people would go and see a film and they see it on screen. Whereas I would have interviewed everybody involved being on the set. So it gives me a certain extra layer of knowledge. And sometimes in a positive way, because you can say, well, this really worked. Because when I was on the set of the movie, I spoke to the director about what he wanted from the movie. I see the finished film and I can say, yes, he, he achieved that. Sometimes you, you go and see a movie and it isn't that, that great. And you know, you can tell where the, where the problem is because you know what he set out to achieve. And you can see, well, actually, it didn't quite succeed. Traditionally, it was. I mean, it was a male preserve. It was really was. But thankfully, in recent years, we're seeing some terrific filmmakers. Female directors are getting big budgets, which is very, very important. And they're showing that they can make big movies. You make a good picture or you make a bad picture. And it doesn't matter if you're male or female. That criteria should always, always apply. Back in the day, I used to go on sets. I wouldn't see a, a female face. Now I'm seeing female editors, scriptwriters, cinematographers and directors. So that's, that's a really, really positive thing. Because if you're a, a young woman who wants to be in the film business, you need to see yourself. You know, it's, if you can see it, you can be it. You need to see that, and that's, that is happening. Whether I like a movie or don't like a movie, it's important for me to explain, and for any critic or any reviewer to explain why. Because everybody has different tastes. So I'm not sort of pompous enough to think that, oh, if I didn't like it, you won't like it. So I will make a point of saying, I didn't like it because of a, B, C, and D. And if you're reading my review and you go, well, you know what, I like A and B, so I might like this movie. And that's, I'm quite happy when people say that. You know, I don't want to just come across as if I am this sort of be all and end all. And no, no reviewer should be. Whereas if I just say about a movie, oh, this is great, five stars, you're not explaining why you think it's great. And it's, it's of no use really to the prospective moviegoer. I don't like the star rating. If I could not have the star rating, I'd be very happy as well. But people do want... They do want the sense. I mean, for me, 
five stars is 100%. That means it's perfect. So I've, I've given, you know, three movies five stars in 20 years. Like, I mean, four stars, is, that's 80%. That's like an A+. Plus. So if you're getting four stars, you really are loving a movie. So I, I, I don't really understand this five-star business unless it's actually, you are saying, this is perfect. Music, editing, performance, narrative, directing. If everything is absolutely top top of the mark, then fine, five stars, but very few movies achieve that. Jaws, there's no flaw in Jaws. I suppose, ask yourself, who is this movie being aimed at? The basic thing is that if it's comedy, did it make you laugh? If it's a thriller, were you scared by it? Were you, you know, were you engaged by it? Uh, if it's a romance, did you find, were you moved by it? Did you find it? Did you find a movie? What impact, what effect did it have on you as a cinema goer? Because you are representing all the cinema goers. I go back to what I said early on. Explain why you like it. And if you didn't like it, explain why you didn't like it. Why it didn't work for you. Jot it down if you're thinking, you know what, as you're watching it, this movie is too slow. It's going too slowly. It's not, it's not picking up on the story. Or if you think, well, the leading actor is very good and the leading actress is very good. But the, the other guys, I don't believe them for a moment. Like if I was sitting in the, sitting in the cinema, I, I actually would be writing it down in the dark. I don't believe this character. And, be, and if it doesn't develop, you go, then at the end of the thing, you can look at your page and go, yeah, actually, what, the reason why I didn't like it, if that character wasn't developed, the music didn't work. And a plot line that might be starting out early on that suggested this was where the story was going to go wasn't resolved. You can go, you know, what happened with that? So that's why it's important because people go in with a pen and a paper, even in the dark. But on a basic level, it really is. Am I enjoying this experience? Because basically you're giving us two hours of your time and you're writing for people who have to give up two hours of their time and who have to buy the ticket, buy popcorn, maybe get a babysitter, get parking. So it really needs to be worthy of their, of their time. And so ask yourself, that's the question you ask, you ask yourself, you know, is this actually worth, worth my while? Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. If you're a kid and, and if you love your movies, Netflix have just put up all this, a lot of the Studio Ghibli, Japanese animated movies, and they are just marvellous. Wonderful stories. And you know, if you like animation and it's fantasy and it's just, everything is there. G Ghibli has everything you want. And I would recommend that to any, any young person who loves movies and who hasn't seen one especially, watch one and then take it from there. My first movie experience, as a child, was being brought to what is probably one of the original summer movies, and that was Jaws. Sitting there near the front row, which is which became the shallow end, effectively, I was dazzled by it. Incredible to see this. What was it? A young filmmaker. I didn't know who Steven Spielberg was. I didn't know the story of Jaws. I was I was a young kid, and probably shouldn't have been in there. I was probably underage, and it was just a marvelous experience. It got hold of me, and I could see, and I was so I was moved by it. I was on the edge of my seat. I was laughing. I was crying, I was scared, I was thrilled, and it just got me into the whole idea that if something can take me out of myself, out of my life, and bring me into this world, I want to be a part of this.